Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Colts GM Chris Ballard spoke to the media today for an hour and five minutes. When Ballard sits down, which isn't often, usually three times a year, it goes on and on and on, which is good because he's got stuff to say and we're interested in what he has to say. I'm going to condense it for you and give the top ten takeaways from what he had to say today. And then we're going to talk about Indiana basketball a little bit. They got a big game against Iowa tonight. They got to do five things to win tonight at Carver Hawkeye Arena. This is Inside Indiana Sports now with Kent Sterling. It's Thursday, July, or July. Yeah, it's July. It's four degrees. January 13th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Holy moly. You got to take good care of your teeth so they'll take good care of you. Nobody better at that than Dr. Mike O'Neill and his staff at today's dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. Hit subscribe, punch the like button, ring the bell so you get notifications every time we go live, which is at least twice a day, twice today, and we'll do a post game for IU Iowa. That's three times in a day. We go when the news breaks, when news happens. On the uh, YouTube channel where news always comes first, Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. All right, here are the top ten. Number ten, the Colts were two and five in one-score games, and that is not going to stand. You can't have that. Chris Ballard said that there's a little bit of randomness to that. Sometimes you lose a one-possession game, sometimes you win, but you cannot go. Two and five in one possession games. If they had instead gone five and two in one possession games, you know where we're at right now? 12 and five, the number one seed in the AFC South. That's where the Colts would be. They're not. He also said that the Jaguars beat the Colts' ass. We got our asses kicked, which brings me to number nine. Chris Ballard swore a lot. So here's the thing. Chris Ballard's a really smart guy. 
there's not a lot random going on when Frank Reich or Chris Ballard talks to the media. They're trying to convey something. And when a manager like Chris Ballard swears a lot in a media availability, what is that supposed to convey? It's supposed to convey dissatisfaction and anger, ill temper. He's not happy with 9 and 8. This is not going to stand, so I'm going to swear a lot, but I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm not going to say a word about how we're going to get it fixed. What I'm going to do, though, is swear a lot, and that hopefully satisfies everybody that I'm really, really upset. That's what Chris Ballard did. He said the word ass, which really isn't swearing. What is the difference between ass and butt? There is no difference. He said ass about 12 times. Lots and lots. Ass. Kicked our ass. Our ass is bothered. Everything was ass. Or shit. He said shit twice, three times, whatever. That doesn't happen a lot. This was... I'm not saying that Chris Ballard was contrived in doing it, but he knows what he was doing. He was expressing discontent instead of telling us with contentual information what was going to happen, what that manifestation of the upset was going to be that was going to cause something to happen. Right? Is what they do. There's always a reason. Dan Dockich talks about it on his radio show, and we know what they do when they call us by name, right? Yes, Frank Reichert, well, Kent, you know, or, or Matt Eberflus, um, Nick Sirianni was great at it, answering questions like, you're all buddies, you know, they, we know better, everybody knows better, we're not that stupid, for God's sake, we're not sharp, we're not the sharpest tacks in the drawer, but we're not complete dumbasses. We know what you're doing. Oh, they're, they're our buddies. I better not write anything negative about this team that just collapsed in its last two games and is sitting on its asses as the Bengals and the Raiders and who else, all these teams going to the playoffs and they're going to play this weekend. We know that. Steelers, you know, good heavens. Steelers. They got a quarterback who can't move anymore and can't throw in. All the guy does is get his team to the playoffs. Colts have got a guy with a really, really good arm, athletic, big. What's he doing? He's sitting on his ass. All right, uh, number eight. Jack Doyle's going to take a couple of weeks, try to figure things out, whether he wants to play again. He's going to be 32 in March. This might be the end of the road for Jack. Once you start thinking about being retired, you're retired. Right, uh, Chris Ballard said that he and Jack had a conversation and discussed things, and it was decided that Jack's going to take a couple of weeks. Number seven, there is a need, a real need, to stabilize the quarterback position. They have not had the same starter, either because of injury or churn among the quarterbacks, have not had the same starter that they finished the previous season with since... Chris Ballard took over as GM, and that's been a while ago. He took over in 2017. Brissett was the starter because Luck couldn't go. Then Luck went in 18. Then he retired, and Brissett went again. Then you got Rivers. Now you got Wentz. What are you going to do? Kurt Warner, we saw yesterday. Wentz, he can't, he, he makes decisions really poorly. Can you coach a guy up who's 29 years old? Can you suddenly get him to do the right thing in the pocket as he's evaluating the secondary 
and throw it to the right guy all the time. And can you get him to accept a check down ever? Phillip Rivers was really, really good because he used everybody. How many balls did Naheem Hines catch last year? And how much yak did he have after the catch? Lots and lots of yards after the catch, right? For uh, Carson Wentz, yeah, not so much. So Phillip Rivers, who can't throw it from me to the end of the yard, had 7.7 yards per attempt on average, and Carson Wentz, 6.8, 6.9. What's that tell you? Jacoby Brissett was run out of town for 6.6. You need to stabilize this. And it's either going to be with Carson Wentz or it's not. But you've got to get it stabilized. Uh, Number six. They're going to take four to six weeks to examine the season and figure out why it went haywire. I don't understand this. Look, I, I love being complete. And if you've got the time to do it, go ahead and invest the time and invest the effort in figuring out what the hell happened. But for God's sake, this is your job. And from a week-to-week perspective, you watch football, you figure it out, you see it in real time. How in the hell does it take an organization four to six weeks to figure this out? Kurt Warner figured it out in 39 minutes and 20 seconds. It's easy. Watch Matt Eberflus's defense. Look, Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard went to Matt Eberflus after the Jets game and said, this shit has to stop now. We have got to start putting pressure on quarterbacks, and if that takes five guys, six guys, by God, do it. And if you're not going to do it, we'll get somebody else in here who will do it. Matt Eberflus said, yes, sir. And all of a sudden, the Colts' defense got better. But Chris Ballard made a terrific point today. He said, if you don't do what you believe, and I think we'll get to this in one of the last five, if you don't believe, if you don't manage the way you believe, what are you managing? You know, why are you the manager? You've got to do what you believe. He's right. The Colts need to do what they believe. Matt Eberflus needs to do what he believes somewhere else because Colts fans see through it, opponents see through it. He can't come in and run like a 46 defense or a, you know, Ditka started calling it the bear defense where you're pinning your ears back and knocking guys like Joe Ferguson into the middle of next week or Danny White ending his career. Find a guy who can do that. You got the horses to do it, go do it. Uh, number five, it was not about uh, to talk about who was going to be kept, uh, but he was very loving with some guys. Darius Leonard, Quiddy Pay, mentioned Julian Blackman, Naheem Hines. There were guys that he discussed. Uh, Eric Fisher, he's not ready to discard, but he would not discuss Carson Wentz really at all. They, they, and they've all done this. You know, I'm not going to talk about who we're going to have on the roster next year. The roster next year is going to be the roster next year. Uh, so I'm not talking about the future disposition of any of the current players. But, man, I just love Darius Leonard. And how about Quentin Nelson? Quentin Nelson, a Hall of Fame guard, we're not going to move him to left tackle. You know, as we negotiate his extension, blah, blah, you're telling us who you're going to keep. You're telling us you love T.Y. Hilton, although that's a kiss of death. 
He said, I love T.Y. Hilton. One of the smartest players I've ever been around in this game. Goodbye, T.Y. Once uh, Chris Ballard starts blowing you kisses, it's adios, you're out the door. All right, number four. Uh, <clears throat> Got to be better rushing the passer. Yes, you do. But how? You know, we know what the problem is. We're not idiots, even watching on TV. There's a problem. You're not getting to the quarterback. Okay, enlighten us as to how it's going to happen next year. Do you expect Quiddy Pay and Daya Odengbo to be ready to really get after it? And look, you know what? A lot of times it takes some time for guys to be able to get to the quarterback. Look at Robert Quinn, 18 and a half sacks this year. You know what he did last year? He had two. You know why? Because Charles Pagano was his defensive coordinator. And Charles is not, he is safety first, non-aggressive Charles, probably had Quinn drop him back into coverage. His rookie year with the Rams in 2011, he had five sacks. The next year he had ten and a half. That's the arc of progression for guys like Pay or Dio Odangbo, who is coming off a torn Achilles, for God's sake. Don't be impatient with those guys. Don't think that they're not going to develop into real players. I think that they are. Ballard said, this is number three, it falls on me. What does that mean? I hate this. This is one of my least favorite things. Look, if you did your job like crap, get out, resign, retire, be done, gone with you. You know, I didn't do my job very well and the buck stops here. So, oh, yeah, okay. Take a walk if you feel like it was you. I didn't do my job well. I'm leaving. That's, that I respect. It all comes back to me, and by God, we're going to do better next year because why? I don't know. Uh, we're going to figure out how I can do my job better. Number two, still committed to building inside out. You believe what you believe. That's what Chris Ballard said. In one breath, he said, I got to do my job better. It falls on me. However, we are going to continue charging up this same hill again and again and again, trying to do it by building from the inside out because it's what I believe wins in the National Football League. You were 9-8. and eight. You did your season wrap today. What are you talking about? Number one, and I like Chris Ballard a lot, but come on. Like, I, I, we got to be balanced in a lot of ways, but not in this way. We're spending all our money on the interior of the offensive line and the interior of the defensive line, Darius Leonard and Carson Wentz. Those are our seven highest paid guys, and that's the way we're going to do business because it's what I believe. Now, we were nine and eight, and things have got to change, but not that. That's crazy. Number one. He felt good about Wentz when the deal was made. <laughs> I'll bet you did. You gave up a three and a one. Of course he felt good about it, for God's sake. Paying the guy 20-plus million dollars and giving the Eagles, for a guy they no longer wanted, giving them a one and a three. What? They get the 16th overall pick this year, and the Colts are trying to figure out what the hell they can do at quarterback so they don't blow another season because Carson Wentz can't play dead. All right, enough about the Colts for one day. Indiana, a huge game tonight against the Iowa Hawkeyes. This is a big game because you're on the road and you've got to have road wins 
to impress the NCAA selection committee, and this is a road win that Indiana can go get. How can they go get it? They got to hit shots. There are going to be a lot of possessions tonight. Iowa loves to run the floor. They love to cause turnovers, run the floor, get quick shots. There are going to be a lot of turnovers. Uh, Hopefully not a lot of turnovers for Indiana, but there are going to be a lot of shots. Indiana's got to hit shots. Right now, they got two guys. Believe it or not, Miller Kopp is one of them, Parker Stewart the other. Two guys hitting better than 34.5% from beyond the arc. They have got to shoot the ball better. Uh, number four, you got to keep Iowa off the offensive glass. Uh, Indiana is number 16 in defensive offensive rebounds. As somebody runs the floor, it's really kind of difficult when they get transition shots to block out and rebound well. It's really tough. That's one of the reasons people do get out in transition. Uh, number three, the depth must help. You got to know what you are doing on both ends of the floor. If you're Jordan Geronimo, if you're uh, Tamar Bates, you have got to be smart as you are athletic. And if you're not, Iowa, when uh, Mike Woodson deploys the bench, they're going to go on a run, and it's going to be like a 14-2 run, and that game is going to be over. And you can't have that happen. Number two, I, I want them to outrun Iowa. A lot of people are trying to slow them down, outrun them, get out and be even faster than they are. That's what Indiana can do. Indiana is really good in transition, but what they have got to be aware of is not turning the ball over when the ball is live. Live ball turnovers against a team like Iowa will kill you, so don't do that. And that's that's true in any game against anybody, right? You know... Live ball turnovers against Nebraska will get your ass bit. Live ball turnovers against DePaul will get you. It's one of those things. It sounds specific, and it kind of is in this game because Iowa likes to turn people over, and they like to run. They're really good at both, but it is. It's kind of like, you know, you've got to make shots to win. Uh-huh. Okay. In this game and all the other games? Uh-huh. Number one, Trace Jackson Davis must now play Keegan Murray. These are two Big Ten Player of the Year candidates. We saw what happened the last time that Trace Jackson Davis played against a potential Big Ten Player of the Year. That was E.J. Liddell. Trace got the better of him in every way, held Liddell to 11 points. Trace Jackson Davis was awesome. He's got to be that tonight on the road against Iowa. If they can get this win, they can start to stack wins in a way that's not just going to compel them into the big dance. It's going to get them into the first division of the Big Ten and put them in a position to challenge for the championship of the Big Ten because, let's face it, Purdue's had a tough time. Michigan's had a tough time. This thing right now is wide open, so go take it. Tonight, right after the game... We go live with a post game. It's either going to be joyful and wonderful or it's going to be angry and bitter. You find out later tonight. Hit the bell thing so you get a uh, notification when we go live at about 11.15 tonight. And please, dear God, no overtime. Can't have overtime. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.